0: state still draw them at every forum don't lose no points i just score them
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the forum i go by the name of charles diamond aka the buffet master here with
2: ali aka unwritten back raj aka stop stealing my name <laughs> Kendrew, aka kung fu contabious unexpected I, got, really? I, I i i i didn't think about that at all Rick, I didn't hear yours. What was it? I couldn't understand. The buffet master? I no, got into a master. Okay. I got
1: into a Twitter fight with somebody who was <laughs> like really going after my character because I said I enjoyed buffets, and I I was trying. To, I don't like to I don't like to do Twitter fights because like I don't know what's going on with people in their personal lives, so I try to be like super positive whenever someone's super negative to me on twitter like a stranger mm-hmm. i like i won't leave them alone with positivity and i'll just say stuff like i'm praying for you go it's like i like i hope you enjoy your day <laughs> and he just kept being super negative so I was like, "All right, fine," but that—that that was my weekend.
3: Wait, I, I think I saw that. Didn't that guy say you're fat or something like that? Yeah, and he I was said like, I was, What the hell?
1: Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> said I said I was overweight and I had an issue, and I was like, and then he then he made fun of my name because I told him to go like enjoy a sitcom, and he was like, oh, "What biting satire? The dude who's named after a cartoon character telling me to watch a sitcom?" And I'm like, "Batman and cartoon? I don't." I get what you're saying, but that's not really like that doesn't really show an understanding of the mythology of Bruce Wayne. But you know what? <laughs> Wait, I just found this. this, is this neither here nor there. You
0: tell him it's like we just like Buffets. It's not that serious. <laughs> he just responds back. You're overweight, it is serious. <laughs>
1: I'm, like, I'm like, well well Wait. my BMI is a bit high, but I think that's because my muscle mass is quite dense. I don't <laughs>
3: Wait, what's your? Uh, I'm I'm sure you saw the uh, Batman slander
1: account. Uh, what do you think of that? I'm very against it as an uh, existing. I don't <laughs> appreciate it at all. It is hilarious though.
2: Yeah, it's basically just calling Batman rich, right? Like I've read like ten tweets on the Batman slander. It's just basically calling him rich.
3: Well, it's it's essentially just like um, Batman's main uh threat would just be like the irs or something like that
1: (laughs) i i I love i love the idea that batman is just a a rich brat who beats up on the mentally insane for fun every night
3: (laughs) the funny thing too is just like oh well it defeats the logic if you think about it i'm like dude there's superman in that universe like there's no logic at, at
1: this point you know yeah it's like it's like, it's like yeah I, I just enjoy it okay it's not hurting anybody but the people whose bones i break um uh i i find it defensive i actually really enjoy the bruce wayne mythology i'm not gonna go off on like a tangent here but i think it's quite inspiring uh but you know what Pe- teach each their own everyone has their favorite superhero what do I know? I'm just an overweight comic book reader.
2: <laughs> Who eats at buffets? Yeah. How dare you eat at buffets?
1: Yeah. I, I, I told the dude I was praying for him, and he told me God doesn't exist. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> enjoy your Memorial Day, sir. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you
2: didn't really say that, but yeah. I was <laughs> so, like, all right. He probably goes out without a mask, huh? He's probably one of those guys. Oh,
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the maskless man. wonder. <laughs> oh, I love man. how he
0: told you you can stop replying now, and it's like you he could have just not replied.
1: I was <laughs> like, bro, you sparked it up with me. I wasn't talking to you in the first place. Also, that is one of my biggest pet peeves in, of all time. Not even when it happens to me. Just like, okay, stop responding to me. Like, why did you respond? You didn't need yeah. to say that. <laughs> You never needed to say that. Um,
0: if they really wanted you to stop responding, they wouldn't say that.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was like, the that day, I was like, in my head, like, you know what? I just don't know if I need social media. I don't know if it's like right for me. And like <laughs> that experience was like, no, nah, I need to be here because I need to piss off dudes
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway. How to deal with Twitter, Twitter trolls 101. You gotta, you gotta teach that class.
3: I think that dude with like thirty thousand followers should be t- uh, <laughs> teaching that, right, Raj? <laughs> uh,
2: the DMs are worse somehow than the actual messages.
0: Your DMs are not worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, some guy like some guy tweeted me like he's like yeah, that's not gonna, like what do you say standing Lebron's not gonna get you a kiss or something like that, and I just didn't <laughs> oh know. Oh my
1: gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah I just didn't order. know
2: how to
3: respond to that. Well, I mean, it could lead to it, just not from LeBron. Yeah,
2: little does he know.
3: (laughs) Yeah, joke's on you, it leads to a kiss and Blaze Pizza.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What what happens in the back of the Space Jam 2 premiere (laughs) stays there, guy. Uh, Speaking of goats, the last dance is over, so... uh, that was a terrible transition I apologize. That
3: that. No. Oh, I got you. I got you. Speaking of superheroes, my superhero is a kid with Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that was that would you guys uh
2: think of the last two episodes? So basically what I remember is they won and then <laughs> the <laughs> Jordan hit a big yeah. shot. <laughs> exactly. And then their general manager just lost his mind,
0: I guess. And Scottie Pippen was too afraid to play.
2: <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> I, I, I still, I still find it uh, so funny how like a lot of people were. I mean, maybe it's because I'm cynical, but like I, I'm just like, damn, this is this kind of does really feel like Jordan propaganda, it's just trying to like uplift him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it funny how like after it all finished up, everyone that most of the people involved with it, like Horace Grant and Scotty Pippen, were like, yeah. That was all terrible. Why did you ch- chop up the footage? Like, you made me say, Michael Jordan is the greatest. Um, yeah, that wasn't cool.
1: <laughs> like a poorly dubbed kung fu movie.
3: Yeah. Or like uh, the last time Chef was on South Park and they just had to recycle all old voice clips to oh make sentences. Oh my
1: gosh. You know what I'm talking I about? I didn't know that happened. Yeah. Wait, what
3: happened? Um, when... Uh, uh, Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Thank you. Um when he left South Park because he was a Scientologist I think and South Park made fun of him uh-huh. um, like to kill off the character uh, they just recycled old voice clips and they like cut it up uh, to make sentences so it's oh, like super so disjointed um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's like one of those things where it kind of just I, I, I want to know what else there had to be said if they didn't completely like censor any sort of Jordan slander I, that was there you know
0: I, I will say this though I, I understand why Horace Grant would be upset. Probably it made him look bad and like a snitch and all. But I... I from Scotty's perspective, I don't think it made him look bad. Like, he, his back was hurt. He couldn't play. It didn't make him look bad. Like, back pain is serious. Like, you cannot play basketball in that. And then he did. And, like, I don't... And, like, obviously, there was a time where uh, he didn't want to play uh, in the final moment because he wasn't getting the ball in his hands. That, that did make him look bad. But that truly did happen. Other than... But, like... I would understand why this whole documentary made it look like it was all Jordan. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing that I think is Mm -hmm. understandable. Like, it made it seem like it was Jordan against every team. It wasn't, like, his teammates' help.
2: Right, I guess my, my favorite part was, I guess, Horace Grant after, he's like, take my food. Have you seen me? Like, do you see what I look like? Like, no one is, no one is taking my food. <laughs> but, I, I didn't get this way by allowing people to take my food. <laughs> He's like, it's like, what the hell are they talking about? Scotty, I think it was hilarious because he said everything was also propaganda, but he like contributed to that, like, in a lot through the documentary in his interviews. I think on the last shot, they were like, um, what, what were you thinking? He's like, get out the damn way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and that kind of contributes to it. You can't, I don't know, you can't do that. And then also not understand what it would look like. It was obviously going to be a Jordan documentary. They're not going to make 10 episodes on Tony Kukoc, you know, like this is, this is what you were going to get. <laughs> Underrated. Underrated. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you guys hear about
2: um, the story
3: uh, with Robert Parrish? Yes. Oh, yes. man.
1: That's... I was going to bring that up. Wait,
3: yeah, no, I Um. So there's basically a uh, story that came out. Um, it was from Jackie McMullen. But uh, basically, you know how Jordan would just get up in everybody's faces, just, um, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. as you saw, like the abuse of Scott Burrell. Yeah. Um, essentially, Robert Parrish uh, said, and I quote, I'm not as enamored with you as these other guys. I've got some rings, too. Mm-hmm. At that point, he told me, I'm going to kick your ass. As I took one step closer and said, no, you really aren't. After that, he didn't really bother me.
0: I can't believe MJ said that to
3: him No, 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 Robert Parrish said that to Jordan No, 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 no. I know, I know Yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) I just feel like there's so much posturing In all of these conversations post the last dance I just don't care Like, Mm -hmm. not that I don't care I just, I don't don't believe any of you Right Like, I don't believe Parrish I don't believe Sam Smith I damn sure don't believe Michael Jordan So, (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> it was a fun uh exercise uh it was a fun movie i watched a, a 10-hour movie very entertaining. and uh now back to reality <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> yeah like it was it was entertaining right like when mm-hmm. it comes to like documentaries i don't think it was nearly as good as like the oj one i think that is still like right. peak, uh like good documentary good you know you get everything from all different sides
1: kind of thing
0: that was yeah. for sure my favorite basketball documentary by far
1: what, the OJ one? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, not that OJ Mayo one. Oh my gosh. Um so the next basketball documentary I have to watch is the Sebastian Telfair
0: doc. There's a Sebastian Telfair documentary? That guy yeah. was
1: good, man. He was. He went through a lot of stuff too. Yep. Um, what is the what is the I think it's called Through the Fire. It is called Through the Fire. Um one of my one of my co workers is uh he's from Long Island, uh, mm-hmm. and Sebastian Telfer spent some time on Long Island, so he's like super into it, and he says that it's one of the best basketball documentaries you will ever watch. One of the best stories, excuse me, not the documentary itself, but one of the best stories you will ever hear about uh, a basketball player. So, what is it maybe on? We should, uh, is, I mean, just Sebastian Telfer's life? No, 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 uh, no, no, no. You know sorry, him?
0: sorry. Like, is it on like Netflix or anything like that?
1: Oh, um, I am not entirely sure, to be honest with you. I know, I know. Uh, ESPN had a hand in making it, but I don't believe it's uh, on ESPN. Like it's, uh,
2: it's on YouTube, actually. I think if I'm looking correctly, huh. yeah, it was in like 2005. Your yeah, so it's on, it's on, uh, it's on YouTube. Did um,
3: have you guys heard of the Lenny Cook documentary? no no like that's the uh that's the next one that I, uh, i'm gonna watch it was directed by the guys who did uncut gems actually the safety um, brothers yeah so he sat lenny cook the guys who know who lenny cook is no nope. no no um back in uh like 2000 like the early 2000 like 2000 or 2001 like this dude was ranked higher than lebron and carmelo at the time and like looking at it now it's just like you don't know who that is. Like LeBron and Carmelo are um, household names, but this dude was like, you know, project ranked higher, but never really got much of a shot of a career. So I'm just like, okay, let's. I'm gonna definitely gotta watch that.
1: In that same thread, I used to work with a guy who who left my job. Uh, he he notorious for falling asleep uh, for multiple hours, not even in like a um, like a incognito way, like not like you know how when you were in school you would like pretend like you're just laying down or like, or like put your head in your hands. So if your hands are covering your eyes, but you're still, you're propping up your head and yeah. you fall asleep. No, he would like recline his office chair with his <laughs> head back and like, just fall asleep while we're working. Um, he was in the same class as Steph Curry and was ranked higher than Steph Curry coming out of high school. Oh, uh, what? and he, I mean, he played college basketball. He played at temple and he ended up playing on like the Dominican national team. Also, um, but it's just crazy, like how that happens, you know? Yeah. Like, like obviously, like it's not like, I he, like he worked hard, like uh, my 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 friend. But I'm I'm not gonna say he worked as hard as Steph Curry. But like to be ranked that high, like high school, like that's the problem, right? Like not to go off on a tangent, but like you talk about drafting players out of high school, like you just don't know. Like there's a lot of both physical, like and emotional, and like spiritual maturity that happens after 18, and like you just don't know. Like paths can go so divergent
2: either way. It's just dangerous. Right. That got super philosophical. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was, I remember when OJ Mayo was like the next big thing, and then because Ali, you brought up OJ Mayo, I thought he was going to be like yeah. one of the best. Yeah. And now yeah, he's fair. like, I don't even know where he is now. But
0: I mean, in a way, I know it's not the same, but like Andrew Wiggins, obviously still a good player, but like people were like expecting him to be like the next right. big thing.
1: Right. I mean, he probably will be. The Warriors are light years ahead, so you don't ever know what they're. <laughs> what they're up to you know for
0: like this a split second when you said he's on the warriors in my head i went what and then i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well i mean not
3: for long because he's gonna get traded with like one other pick to get beyond from the bucks if you guys yeah.
1: believe twitter i did mean need, you... i mean the, the bucks will be lucky if they get a first rounder because it could just be wiggins in a couple seconds he's got so much potential
2: there's no way the warriors don't trade that first like if they get the first pick they're trading that right yeah, they might have to throw in Middleton too. You don't know, so it might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I just
3: hold on real quick. Um, is there anyone like off the top of your head, uh, other than like OJ Mayo, that you thought like, oh, this guy is gonna be like the next big thing? Because like my like I thought for uh, for that summer of two thousand twelve that like Thomas Robinson was gonna be really good because it's like, <laughs> oh man, like this guy in AD that's gonna be like the next big man
1: rivalry and yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was a point where i was like super obsessed with tweeners because i was like oh they're swiss army not so like your marvin williamses your your mkgs mm-hmm. uh oh the, no 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 those those two counted but the dude who i thought was going to be nasty nasty is actually former laker What's chris douglas oh. roberts <laughs> oh yeah dude, oh, yeah.
3: cdr was sick i i,
1: I liked him Yeah, I was like, he's he's gonna he can do it all. Like, why would you any team would be lucky to have CDR? Yeah,
2: (laughs) he just never made the team though, right? Like, I remember he tried out twice. And every time I was like, oh, yeah, he's gonna be like in the rotation. And he just would get cut. I think, like, right before the season started.
0: I remember I thought when Wesley Johnson joined the league, I thought he was gonna be like a good player. Oh, God. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) He fits that mold, though, that dude who, like, doesn't have a position, but not because he's, like, skilled at things that people aren't normally skilled at, at his position, but just because, like, where the hell do you play this dude? (laughs) Yeah. Just, Just throw him on the floor and hope he doesn't mess up, but continue.
3: I think one of the funny things with Wesley Johnson was, like, he, like, when he was with the Clippers, like, he was just killing the Lakers, and I thought... Wow, just like when he was on the Lakers when his, his playing was so detrimental to the team <laughs> <laughs> that it was contributing to losses. Every
0: corner three you knew was a miss. <laughs> but Maybe it looked so opening, good like, though. Oh.
2: Like his, his aesthetics, I don't know if that's the word, but like his jumper looked clean. It just never went in. That's how I feel about Kevin Knox. I watch Kevin Knox, and I'm like,
1: he looks so good, but nothing, nothing, like it just doesn't go in. I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful move. It's just two feet short of the rim. I don't understand what's going on. And it's Um, so
3: funny, like how how inefficient he is that he doesn't even show up on the graph of inefficient players. He's like, he's in a whole other zone of just awfulness.
1: Oh man. But to be fair, that's what people are saying about Brandon, like his rookie year. Yeah. Uh, The only difference is. Brandon's actually really good at basketball. So. Yeah,
3: all star right there, man. Yeah.
1: So, um, speaking of forecasting future performance, <laughs> another terrible transition. I'm gonna roll today. Um, I'm gonna roll like a cube. Um, oh. so. <laughs> Brian Windhorst of all people uh, has discussed the idea that the the league will will fiddle with um, the prospect of seeding the playoffs one through sixteen for the playoffs team to re- for the playoff teams uh, to restart the season, uh, ignoring the rest of the league and just going straight one through sixteen. Guys, Allie first actually, I want to hear what you have to say about this. What do we think about this, both in general and from the Laker perspective?
0: As a Laker fan, I love it because you don't play either the Clippers or the Bucks until, the like, the championship round. So, as a Laker fan, you love it because, you know, the hardest teams you're going to face are the Rockets and, like, I mean, the, the Nuggets, the Raptors, and, like, you know, they're in there, but the two toughest teams, the Bucks and the Clippers, are completely on the other side. And so, as a Laker fan, that's why I love it. But as an NBA fan, I hate it because it just takes away from, you know, the Western Conference versus the Eastern Conference thing, and, like, you want to see the Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference finals, and then, you know, one of those two going in most likely, facing the Bucks, and, you know, it takes away from the traditional look of it, but as a Laker fan, I mean, I would definitely rather have this set up, but I don't, personally, I don't think that the NBA is actually going to go with that, because I, and I know there's some opposing views, but I don't think like that the NBA is actually going to try this out during this season when there's already so many things and going on and there's already, you know, they're probably already stressed out of their minds. So yeah, I don't think they're going to actually, nice voice. Correct. I don't think they're going to actually, uh, do that.
2: Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I wouldn't want this. I think there's already too many variables here already with like the COVID stuff. And then you have people all in one city. And I think this is something you want to try in another season. Maybe when everything's back to normal, um, I actually don't like this uh, for the Lakers. I don't really want to play Brooklyn and then Houston. Um, I think Houston's just a weird matchup. And then Brooklyn, I mean, they're they, whether they have Kyrie or KD or whatever, they're just another really weird team that I know. And we just lost to them too, which is weird. I, I just don't want, like, a tough series. <laughs> I feel like the our roadmap right now is a lot better. I think we play, like, Utah or Denver and then Memphis. And then you're right into the Western Conference Finals with whoever, the Clippers or... And I think, like, it's better to have the East in the finals. I I, don't know, I I just think it, like, creates less of, like, these variables that could kind of add more asterisks to a season that already probably is going to have something like that.
3: Yeah, like, the... the I think, like, the we I'm kind of, like, on the side of, like, you know what? There are already so many things going on. It's like, why not mm-hmm. try something different? Um, even though, like like... Regardless of who wins, uh, people are going to say it's going to be an asterisk or whatever, in which case I don't think that should be the case because, like, no one gave, like, 2011 an asterisk or, like, 1999 just because both of those were short in lockdown seasons. Um,
0: I think it was an asterisk for, like, one, two years, and then people just totally took that off.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's like, one of those things where, like, you know, if they want to try it, Sure, but I think they're going to face a lot of uh, outcry. Even though I think like it is interesting, especially if they do like a play in to get to the the, mm-hmm. the last few spots. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the Lakers' chances, I wouldn't mind it just because like um, like with the Rockets, if if we're going to have them in the playoffs, like playoffs, James Harden's hilarious. <laughs> like I think we'll be fine. Um, and considering the fact that they don't they don't really have anybody patrolling the paint, and you know we have pretty big dudes, and I think we were on pace to break the uh, Clippers. Uh, record for lobs in a season so i'm like like they're fine but you know we'll see if uh i think if if things are supposed to like play out this way and uh they just do the uh straight seating like i'd be worried about toronto i think toronto is a hell of a team but outside of that like um maybe the nuggets too but yeah it, it'll, it'll be interesting i just want the game to be back and like held in some sort of safe manner like i don't want kuzma to go, well i mean it's Orlando, so there aren't any like decent nightclubs out there that Kuzma would get distracted by, so eh, who knows? We'll see.
0: I understand uh, the fear I mean that you're not afraid of playoff James Harden, but we haven't seen uh playoff skinny James Harden.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. The clubs and bars shut down and my man lost like thirty pounds. Incredible.
2: He looks like Brandon Ingram over there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this this dude was just uh, on only fans throwing uh
1: cash at a <laughs> computer screen. <speech. laughs> <laughs>
2: wow.
1: That's incredible. I'm actually kind of interested in the matchups if it if it did occur, if the playoffs did occur 1 through 16. Um and like Brooklyn just I I'm I don't know if this would be allowed, but I feel like first of all, Lakers play Brooklyn in this proposed scenario. KD and Kyrie can't play. Maybe Kyrie can play, but like KD can't play. I think there needs to be like a rule: if you were not on the active roster for like just like sixty percent of games, then you can't play. Like, no.
0: I I think a statement uh, came out that KD yeah. said he won't play. Yeah, that's what they yeah. said. But like, I'm not trying to hit the old <laughs> okey doke. Yeah, exactly. and then, who's starting?
1: No, you like, know. Like, <laughs> yeah. <can> <laughs> That'd be a bunch of. <laughs> I was of BS. preparing for Joe Harris. Um, but, like, on the other side of the bracket, for instance, like, OKC and Miami, that's just a right. fun matchup um, in general. But, like, if the Heat win, like, Heat bucks, I am i don't think, like, the Heat win or anything. But I think that's a more interesting matchup because of, like, the bodies that the Heat are mm-hmm. going to throw at Giannis. And, like, Spoh's a great coach. I feel like they're going to, like, you know, they're going to have a good scheme to defend Giannis. Just creating a wall just like any team that beats Milwaukee mm-hmm. in the postseason it, it does. Like, I feel like they're smart enough and versatile enough to, like, make that a series. I'm not going to lie. I like, I know the Mavs are are young or whatever, but like, I'd like to see the Mavs play the Clippers in a, in a playoff yeah. series. That's really interesting. Um, and, and I also think having Boston Philly in the first round is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> just hilarious. Um, like that should have been, that should not be a first round matchup, but that's going to be like, I feel like all the matchups save for Lakers nets are going to be and Memphis, Toronto are going to be somewhat interesting. Um, In in the one through sixteen scenario, so I think like from an NBA perspective, that makes sense. I actually kind of want to talk about this Lakers Rockets second round matchup that would happen if if the playoffs were seeded this way. Because you're right, Raj, it is weird, and I don't I I can't tell who it benefits more. Like I feel like the Lakers would have to go AD at the five, like maybe not start off, but like most of their minutes would be
2: with AD at the five just because of the way the Rockets roster is constructed.
0: Dwight would would not see a lot of minutes that right. that series.
2: Houston's just a weird team, like the way they play, um, and they can just get hot randomly. And then you already have the situation where maybe everyone else is cold, or like I just don't want any like weird things to happen. And also, like James Harden might be the most annoying person to play against ever, um, in, in the way he draws fouls. So yeah, I just would not want to face Houston in in the second round there.
0: A Dion Waiters James Harden <laughs> matchup
3: is what I need.
2: And Dion Waiters and Marquise Morris are getting no play. Like, <laughs>
3: I think like the the weird thing is too like um with just like how the playoffs are, or the proposed playoffs would be like uh Memphis Toronto seems a lot of fun to me. I don't know. I don't know. I know like Toronto probably wins in five, but like seeing John Moran in the playoffs would be pretty fun.
0: Oh yeah, I mean. I would have loved to see Lakers <laughs> Memphis. I think mm-hmm. that was the easiest one. In general, right. when I say like that as a Laker fan, I want it. The whole, every round seems to be like in total easier and you don't have to play those two, but I would have loved to seen Lakers Memphis. Yeah. I mean, we probably still <laughs> are. I'm not... <laughs> It's probably still going to be that.
3: Yeah. It's Windhorse reporting this. Like,
0: Not just that you haven't yeah. seen any of, has there been any other reports besides Windhorse? Like anyone, does it, has anyone backed him up?
2: Not that I've seen. I don't think so. I, I just feel like
1: the NBA is more open to using this situation as an opportunity to try new things than than people are giving them credit for. Especially with like once you push the playoffs back to late summer, like the conversation of starting next season in December. Mm-hmm becomes a reality. So like once two seasons are already being affected in this way, I feel like there's a willingness to be like, "All right, well, let's try different things because it's already a wash. Like there's going to be no continuity. So we might as well like figure out like we might as well be open to everything as long as it makes sense mm-hmm. unfortunately. Financially, uh like that's that's probably the main not not the main motivator cuz I would like to think that health and safety is the main motivator, but in terms of like the game, like I, I don't know why one through sixteen would would make more money. Maybe because they're more interesting matchups, they're less predictable. Um, you know, people are more likely to to, to watch them if they think they, you know, I, I don't know. But I feel like the NBA is just more willing to like experiment right now.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you in that regard.
2: Just because like now would be the perfect time to, I feel like. Right, and yeah. you would never get this kind of travel um advantage that you can here.
1: Yeah. And it's not like everything's ruined. Like Boston, Philly, like they're going to play in the first round if this happens. Like they're close. Milwaukee right. would be playing Orlando anyway. You know what I mean? Um, ironically, or not ironically, I guess coincidentally, the Lakers and the Nets get the short end of the stick, but they're not traveling. Right. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I still am a little hesitant uh, about this whole <laughs> playing in a bubble in Disney idea in the <laughs> first place, but it is what it is. I, I think that the
3: dumbest thing that came out of that was how people were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, the stars will just, like, for sure kind of be on lockdown, or other people can kind of leave the bubble, like, that's not a bubble, like, you're taking the concept of, hey, we're going to contain people, make sure they don't get exposure to be like, no, 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 yeah, it's fine, man, go go check out Waffle House, it's down the street kind of thing, you know what I mean, like, it makes no sense.
0: Imagine if the Bucks get eliminated in the first round, and Brooke Lopez is like, can I just still stay here?
2: Is that okay? Yeah. Can I? Can I just stay? I don't want to leave. That's a pretty big bubble, though, like, Disney World is, or, yeah, I mean, Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I love how Staples was like, yo, we, yeah, we no. would love to be a part of this if you want. And they were like, nah.
2: We have all the restaurants, like. I would have loved that. Yeah,
3: so, I mean, we're, we're all going there for uh, Fall League, I guess, right?
1: Fall <laughs> League. Like, what if, I'm just, I'm just so confused about, like, the college students, like, because they're, they're going to be, well, I guess, I don't know, what we do, people who graduated in May go to Fall League. Right. I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just weird to me.
3: Yeah, but I was really looking forward to that. Like, I know, like, I've had, like, preliminary talks with people, like, months before the virus. It's like, hey, man, like, let's get a house. Like, let's set up uh, meetups here. Like, let's try to hit up this. And it's just like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> None
1: of that. Yeah.
3: And, uh, hey, shout out if you're listening to this outside with a group of people. I uh, hate you. <laughs>
2: lovely (laughs) this has been your forum psa (laughs) did you hear um what jj reddick said he said like he's hearing it's going to be one through six are locked and then seven through like 12 have like a one game tournament or something to decide the last two seeds. yeah what he was on the i think the ringer podcast and um yeah
3: that's
0: interesting
2: bro like that's kind of not fair but that's i don't fair. want
0: any chance of Portland i feel like getting it's basically
2: just to get zion in like that's what this is they're like we want to get zion in this i in this mix
3: i don't oh man i, I don't want zion because he will he he will kill kyle <laughs> kuzma like that entire series like that dude's gonna have like a cave in <laughs> chest <laughs> oh.
2: oh man yeah are you guys for that or no
0: that, that i hope that doesn't happen no <laughs> no no <laughs> as a Laker fan and as an NBA fan, no.
1: I feel like that's gonna. Kind of, that's. I feel like that's definitely on the agenda. Like, I feel like that's more likely to happen than not. Just strictly off of a, we need as many games as possible to recoup <laughs> some of this right. lost forty percent of our revenue, like straight up.
3: And like the risk of it, like just one game, is kind of like, un- it, like it. There's less incentive for the uh, teams that are gonna be there if it's just gonna be like a one game thing. You know what I mean? Just because like one game doesn't really anything can happen in one game you know what i mean like the lakers beat the warriors in 2016 like once yeah and it could be just one of those random games and like with the traveling that could be going on if you're just there for like that you know time frame like there's just a lot of more All risks right. and stuff involved you know
0: also 7 through 12 is insane if you said like 7 through 10 yeah but 7 through 12 is like deep dive. Yeah, that's what he
2: said he's he's not 100 sure but he thinks that's what he heard it's like a 7 through 12 kind of tournament i don't know if it's one game but um some kind of play-in thing which i don't know I, I think that's interesting at least but you're right um it's probably a waste to have people fly in and stay in this bubble for one game
0: could you imagine new york wins new york's 12 <laughs> right now new york makes the playoffs
2: yeah i mean
1: M- maple mamba <laughs> bro you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> sh- show some faith in rj <laughs> the maple mamba i apologize um <laughs> Real quick, I understand, like, the um, the allure of having, like, a one-game play-in, like, you win and you're in. I don't want to see that, bruh, because the playoffs aren't going to be that way. And I'm not just—I I would like interesting playoff matchups. Like, I understand, because this is something that people who— put college basketball on a pedestal above the NBA, like to say like, that's why they like right. March Madness. Cause anything can happen. And like one team can like, win, like you can get hot at the, I, I don't want to <laughs> see the Orlando magic get hot and then get demolished in the finals. Like I want to see, unless it's by the Lakers. I want to see yeah. like, <laughs> I want to see entertaining matchups for, for five, six games. I, I don't <laughs> want a Cinderella story. I want the best teams to play each other. Like, no, I'm no, sorry. No. Is that selfish? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very selfish of you
1: <laughs> eh, heard it before
3: and I, I get it like thinking about it, it's like I don't want to see like a Markel Fultz leading like Orlando team like beat the Bucks and like that takes away the excitement of seeing Giannis kind of like oh wait, no sorry that's yeah so I was I, I was equating that to like just if this was a single game thing for like the entire tournament I don't know I just brought that up but the yeah, logic that, the logic remains though yeah it's it, it's weird man like yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. And, like, besides, like, this, all of the sports uh, outlets would hate that, too. It's just like, I guess we're going to show highlights of this, like, 15 years down the line. It's like, hey, remember when Mo Bamba had more than 12 points in a game that one time for a win? You know?
1: <laughs> uh, just play the Mo Bamba instrumental over
0: MD Arenas <laughs> 48 straight minutes. Remember that game Mo Bamba killed the Lakers this season? That's he, the it, that was the game when no I thought that was uh, the Aaron yeah, it was the Marco it? It I don't remember but I just remember Mo Bamba was grabbing every board
2: And Marco Fultz hit like the game winning layup or something like that I remember he had like a three sixty yes, spin yes yeah
3: that, no and then they uh, that won the that was like the game that the Magic broke yeah. the Lakers streak the Lakers had a streak going on I think right yeah, yeah I think, I think they were like sense. what
2: eleven game win streak or something like that I think uh, yeah something like that.
1: I remember avoiding other Lakers podcasts after we lost that game because I was like, I do not want to hear anything that's being said right now. broken. Just gonna let this loss <laughs> settle real quick before I jump into the conversation. Oh well. Well, hopefully we'll get some clarity on that situation soon. It, it really seems like they're on a, they're on a mission to to get basketball back uh, in the next in the next month and a half. So. Hopefully we as a society can get our together in the meantime and and make that a reality.
0: It's funny. I'm I'm so curious to see a game with no fans, just because I want to see if you can hear the players say stuff. Like I really hope you can hear not obviously you're not gonna hear every word, but just like the tiny things, like when someone's at the free throw line, if you can hear them like talking crap to them or something like that.
1: I've <laughs> never watched Carmelo <laughs> Anthony play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> out of here, I got this. <laughs> Amazing.
3: Now I just like maybe like with like no crowd noise and stuff like that, we'll hear maybe what the Lakers <laughs> really think of Rajon Rondo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You'll hear Rajon Rondo clearly. You already hear him every game. I think the thing you hear him the most is A.D. A.D. <laughs>
1: Yo that voice bro that voice is so distinct. Hey get over there
2: get over there like oh my god I know yeah. <laughs> you hear it, it just pops out of your screen
3: I can just yes. imagine like uh, Rondo getting the ball and then people are just like it's fine it's fine it's fine just get the board
0: you hate you always hate that guy in pickup games where like you
2: have the ball and you just get the ball and you hear hey 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 hey, hey. And like it's like oh my, and I feel like that's Rondo. I remember he did that with like I think with Lonzo last year a lot. So? <laughs> yeah. Let him touch the ball. So, so, man, so, so. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man! All right, should we get to the 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 Let's meat go. of the the meat of the episode? <laughs> Was Tim Duncan overrated? <laughs> I don't want to piss off like the two Spurs fans
2: who listen to this.
3: <laughs> Shay Serrano being one of them. Yeah.
1: My old roommate used to listen to this pod, uh, and he's a Spurs fan. But I don't. After ever since he, we don't live together anymore. I don't know if he listens anymore. So uh, if he does, I hope to offend him greatly. Right now, in the next t- twenty minutes or so. You you want to start it off then? Okay, sure. Um, there's an argument for. Why Kobe was a better player slash had a better career, or whatever you want to say, than Tim Duncan that relies on the advantages that Duncan had, if that makes sense. So some people will argue that Kobe was better because Duncan played for the same coach, uh, in in the same front office, in the same system that was, um, you know, and he came in as a as a young person, as a uh, a rookie with an older mentor. Uh, who sort of showed him along the way and was like it was set in stone that he was going to take that older mentor's place um and the, the the team successfully built around him um without ever having him ever having to undergo a power struggle like basically his situation was set up for stability uh and structure mm-hmm. and they won the same amount of rings that's the that's the idea um and i think that that argument's somewhat convincing but i also think that like even when you take that argument like Kobe was more entertaining. He was more dynamic. He was a better player and NBA players would take Kobe over Duncan. And I don't even think you necessarily even have to delve into those advantages to get to that conclusion. But I just, I, I feel like, I just feel like if Kobe was in that Tim Duncan situation for those 20 years, like, like the, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Like it wouldn't be a debate. So the fact that it's a debate, Given those circumstances it's just like a it's it's laughable to me. Laughable to me, excuse me.
0: It's funny. All a lot of fans, like especially on Twitter, will say Duncan. Like you will always yeah. see Duncan from fans on Twitter. But anytime a former player is asked, it's always Kobe. It is they like I've never seen a former player say Duncan. It is always the answer is always Kobe. And I don't I just I feel like you just you just have to watch both of them and you know like if you were to start a team who are you going to go with in their primes you're i i just in my opinion maybe it's maybe it's a biased view but it's just there's no way you don't say kobe
3: but i do feel like it is like a lot closer than a lot of people will think because like tim duncan like is a fantastic player yes like, he's probably one of the best power forwards of all time i know? think the best <laughs> um and whoa that okay on, we, we um we got to have that conversation we, but go. Yeah, ahead. We have Anthony Davis. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not saying cause right like, now cuz one of the things is like he he didn't really have the flashy right. like his his nickname was the big fundamental, you know? What I mean, he was like, good at like the most basic things you need to be fantastic at. Um no, but like it, it got me thinking like is this like kind of like the way that sometimes people see like or don't see Kareem cuz like, you know, like they're not the flashiest of games kind of thing, like, not the most exciting to play, but one of the things is, like, they're both fantastic basketball players that um, are very, you know, were very good at what they did. They uh, had a lot of success, and they found a lot of stability. Um, I think one of the things that uh, came into mind, too, was, like, the sort mm-hmm. of foundation that Tim Duncan had uh, versus the what ha- what Kobe had to deal with from, like... 2005 to 2008. You know what I mean? Because, like, Duncan consistently was playing with, like, he was playing with uh, the Admiral for a while. And then, you know, you had Tony Parker. You get uh, Manu. And then those three guys played together for, what, almost 20 years, right? Right. Kobe had Shaq for a little bit, sure. But those off years when he was stuck playing with Devin George and um, (laughs) Jordan Farmar. Hey, 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 hey. hey. No, but you and you, you know what i mean like kobe never had like that foundational thing like it, it was really cool because we got to see him play with like uh two great players like in Shaq and then Powell. you know and supplant mm-hmm. that with like you know lamar and the rest of the supporting cast it, i just find it like very interesting like if you uh look at it within the context of their situations you know what i mean i still take kobe but uh tim duncan you know still has to get his uh Get his
2: dues, right? And sure. like, like but you said, um yeah, Ali. Kobe. When you ask other players, they always say Kobe, right? But I, th- I think that even is kind of you don't even have to go that far. Kobe was obviously a bigger am- ambassador for the game. He impacted the culture a lot more. I think it's easier for him to get the players on their side. Even, even going with that, like my my problem with this is that I think Duncan gets credit because he was his longevity. Like he kept winning um because his team was really good. I feel like if Kobe right. like stopped around 2012 this conversation might even be a little more different i think those last years kind of scarred people's minds but even looking at that tim duncan won his last finals mvp in 2005. 2007 it was tony parker in 2014 it was Kawhi leonard so he obviously had the team around him still going that far right and kobe won his last in 2010 right so like i and then um even going off that he had the same coach Mm -hmm. greg popovich was his coach the whole career Kobe had Phil and then Byron Scott and all these other coaches. Um, Tim Duncan came in as the number, number one pick. He got playing time right away. Um, he obviously won that finals MVP in his rookie year, but they just had totally different situations. And then you can look at the peaks. Like, I value Peak a lot more. Um, the three peat um, and then back to back titles that Tim Duncan never did. I, I just think like it's like the hipster cool thing to say. Like, Tim Duncan was better because he wasn't loud, which I just don't think is the conversation that needs to be had
0: i know points it's not all about points i was just looking through duncan stats i didn't i actually didn't know this myself dunk the last season duncan averaged 20 or more was in 2006 seven season i thought i didn't know that
3: yeah um real real quick uh so if you're looking at head-to-head stuff um duncan won more than kobe Mm -hmm. in the like head-to-head in the regular season but um Kobe won more than Duncan, like head to head in the playoffs. And uh, one of the interesting things that I remember seeing, like in regards to the Kobe versus Duncan uh, debate, was uh, from uh, Andrew Ngvari, uh, Drew on on Twitter, but he kind of has this whole um, he essentially essentially has a um, just a breakdown of like the, the fact that the Lakers dominated the Spurs in the playoffs for right. most of the 2000, 2000s. You know what I mean? And I think if you also put it into like postseason success, I I think like the Lakers beat the Spurs more times in the playoffs, so that could be something that you could bring up in the debate too. Which I find pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) Is that the end? Thank God someone said something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's I I think it's funny because like. I feel like at the start of the, um, maybe not at the start of the documentary, but I feel like earlier in the year, everybody was like, uh, let's stop these uh, let's stop these debates, so on and so forth. Like, let's just appreciate. Greatness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that did not last very long at all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because, I mean, LeBron is better than MJ. Um... <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick, where do you guys fall on, like, because Magic said this, Magic Johnson said this, so I'm curious. He made a distinction between the greatest player and the best player. Where do you guys fall on that? Uh, in, in that in that line of thinking,
0: I don't know. That's hard to decide. I think my my personal thing is there's different goats for different things. Like there's a goat of the best score. There's a goat of best all around. There's a goat of but like the trying to decipher between those like that two those two things. It's kind of hard. You can't you can there can't be a best all around, like I don't know what were the two
2: again? Say the two greatest and best. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't, yeah, I don't I'm think with you. I think hard. there's
2: like different ones for each one like lebron's probably the best player that i've like seen um and then michael jordan's probably like the greatest that i've heard of but like the most talented to me is like kevin durant i've never seen anyone like that so it's kind of like different when i look looking in that lens and then kobe's my Mm. favorite player so i have him in that conversation as well so i I don't think there's anyone right or wrong we've just gone to like this debate culture and it's never gonna end so
3: did um so real quick, after episode ten, I'm not. Did you guys see the? Uh, Do you guys see the poll thing that they posted where it was mm-hmm. like Kobe versus Jordan? Because I saw that, and I'm like, they they did that just to make people angry, and it worked for me because there was just like, who's the better dresser? And I'm like, dude, MJ was wearing like oversized <laughs> denim jeans for the past twenty years, and no one's gonna say anything about this. Um, but also the whole like MJ being the better passer than LeBron is still kind of mind blowing to me because LeBron probably is the best pastor that wasn't a point guard since like larry bird or maybe chris mullins you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i agree also mj <laughs> looks like brett Favre styles his close so <laughs> sponsored by wrangler jeans yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah
0: he had that very 80s outfit he wore i don't i don't remember what it was but like i that was the one time i was like oh that was actually a nice outfit
3: oh in barcelona
0: yeah yeah that's it yeah
3: that's the sick one yeah yeah, like, I, you know, I think would be a pretty interesting debate, even though, like, people are just mad and aren't open to have, like, something sort of constructive on Twitter because um, Twitter's <laughs> full of uh, fat buffet-loving Americans. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I uh, like, Ooh. the Popovich versus Jackson, I think, would be pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> Eleven rings.
0: Jackson Forno. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I feel yeah. like there's this, like, misunderstanding mm-hmm. of Phil Jackson that I'm having, like, a hard time getting over. What do you mean? Just just, just because, like, it, uh, right. current conversation about Phil always centers around the triangle. And I feel like there's... I feel like Phil Jackson's philosophies right. and the triangle's success were intertwined. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the triangle as a basketball philosophy was even more effective because of how he coached and the things he instilled in his players and vice versa but to separate the two at least from his coaching record is like so like to talk about the triangle as being outdated like doesn't really put into perspective why it was Mm -hmm. so effective in the first place because like as he was telling guys to like read and react to what the defense was doing and, like, play your role specifically. He was also telling them to be mindful in their everyday life. Lo- like, I- in a way that, like, it's hard to get players to do nowadays. Not just players, but, like, human beings in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with, mm-hmm. you know, our state of always being distracted, like, <laughs> by, by, by like, life, you know? By, like, the supercomputers in our pockets and stuff like that. Like, I feel like... So, when we talk about the triangle now, it like almost does it a disservice because we're like, oh, the triangle passed the NBA by Phil couldn't coach that. When it's like, no, you're not like Phil wasn't just, it, it wasn't just the triangle because if that was the case, right. like Tex Winner would be the greatest coach of all time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it doesn't, it, it does his, his, his true talent of coaching a disservice when it's just talked about the triangle. And I feel like that, I feel like, I don't know, because right. pop doesn't necessarily like have a quote unquote system, then like he doesn't he he doesn't necessarily like, he gets the benefit of the doubt in those discussions because like we talk about when we talk about Pop we talk about his demeanor a lot more not not necessarily we don't talk about Phil's demeanor but we talk about it a lot more than we talk about Phil Jackson's in terms of overall coaching acumen.
0: I would have loved yeah. to see Popovich coach yeah. Rodman. Did he trade did him? he coach Rodman for a little?
3: Uh, he was on the Spurs. I'm not sure he I'm not sure if he was coached. At that yeah, time. I don't I
0: don't know when that was, but I don't remember, but. I feel like there's no way Pop could, the 3G, could yeah. coach Ron.
3: <laughs> like, I, I think one of the things that gets lost in the discussion is like the uh, like they are both very good at managing personalities. Even though I mean, well, Phil was like the person, like what personalities Tim Duncan have? Because um, like Phil really had to like help manage egos and make sure people were like really like right. buying into like System. what he was trying to install. You know what I mean? But I think one of the things that Pop did really well was like just I think this goes into Rick's argument in terms of uh, like you know him not really having a system. Like Pop really adapted. Right. Like he was able to win in three different decades. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 1999, he won yeah. in the 2000 and he also won the 2010s. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that can't be said because like I uh, not gonna lie. Like watching the Spurs play, like when they had like Kawhi. Uh, Tim and tony parker right. and stuff like that like the ball movement is was incredible did, did you see that you know video I
1: mean? that
0: sports center posted or something or how to highlight something right it was like the spurs ball movement and it was back then mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah I, I yeah i was just, uh, i was was thinking about that and but like man like like this dude had, like boris right. Diaw, just like killing it with some of
2: those passes too yeah. you know what i mean like it has yeah. to be unselfish basketball right.
0: when you go to the spurs like, and to, your, no and to your point about and your the
2: triangle offense i think you're yeah. right like when I think about like those 2009 to 10 teams, I don't think about the triangle. Like when I think of Phil, like I think of like everything else. The basketball was almost secondary. And I think he said something on the doc which kind of got just passed over. He's like, I think Jordan was like, "Why do I want to pass it to I don't know who he was talking about in the post or whatever?" He's like, well, "I don't want to pass it to Luke Longley or something in the post." And I think Phil was like, "It's it's not so he scores, it's so like he touches the ball, you know what I mean? And then on the other end, he'll he'll play defense better because he touched the ball." Yeah. And that's, like, like next-level philosophy that you don't really think about. You know, Jordan's, like, f***ed out on the score. But, like, that's, I think, like, that's the difference in, in Phil. It's, like, does the triangle work because it's <laughs> philosophy, not the other way around? This philosophy didn't work because of the triangle.
0: Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever see the triangle make a comeback in the NBA.
3: I, that's that's tough to say, man. Like, just because, like, with how the NBA is going, yep. it's, it's weird because, like, you have those, like, certain areas where, like, you know, having certain Mm -hmm. things would be the most uh, important to winning, right? Yeah. Like, back then, like, having, like, back in, like, the 80s, um, like, having, like, some of the best big men was very important, right? Right. Like, 90s, 2000s, having wing players, then now it's, like, having big men that can shoot and all that stuff, you Mm -hmm. know? It's starting to, like, trend towards an era of, like, highly skilled bigs, Mm -hmm. but I think there is room for the triangle in that regard, just because, like, it it would be a good way to kind of, like, implement some of the passing yeah, and stuff it's, it's like that.
2: it's still here. You know? I mean, the Warriors run a ton of it, right, Without a, with Draymond, with no intention of Draymond scoring. Yeah. But, like, that's that's the, that's what yep. they use to get their shooters open mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I think it still <laughs> works. I remember Kobe said his daughters were running the triangle with his team, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Right. I guess it just matters
1: who's who's teaching it and how they're teaching it. Yeah. But I feel like it's it can be super effective, like you said, Raj. Is it potpourri time? Yeah. <laughs>
3: right, uh, Rick. Do you have anything?
1: No, it's all, all you, man. All you. Okay. I'm so potpourri I
3: so um, if you had to pick someone's NBA career to have, mm-hmm. like you live <laughs> through it all, right? Rodman, who's? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Why, why would you go I'm, Rodman? I'm kidding. It's not Rodman. <laughs> but essentially, yeah, that's the question. Like, if you got to live through someone's entire NBA career, who would it be? And, like, not not from just, like, a, like you're living throughout the career, then, like, whose career would you want, and then, like, kind of live your life after that?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I phrased I phrase that wrong, but. No, I, I get what I, you're, you're saying. You, you're, okay. Do you have an
1: answer? I got to think about this for a little bit.
3: Me, yeah. I. Um, so. I know we're talking about the whole, like, mm-hmm. Shaq, like, mindset thing uh, last time. Um, but when it comes to, like, this, like, I'm not going to lie. I hate uh, I hate public pressure. I would not want to be one of those, like, huge stars that has, like, hey, like, this guy missed the game-winning shot. Like, uh, let's find mm-hmm. him and run him out of town. Like, we hate him. All that stuff, right? Um, so, you know, I'm going to go with a dude who, uh, who had a pretty fun career path uh, in terms of, like, the cities that he lived in. Um, career earnings and he wasn't terrible. So can, like no one can, I can guess? say that he was bad. Who are you gonna
0: say Robert <laughs> nah, O'Reilly? Awesome. dude.
3: Joe Johnson. Ah. Beautiful. But like, he
0: got to ringless he got to
3: he got to I know, but he got to play um it, like okay, real world, world wise man, like I have two hundred fifteen million dollars in the bank just hanging out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to live in Atlanta, I got to live in Brooklyn, I got to live in Miami <laughs> a little bit in Utah, but no one talks about that. And then you got to, um, live in, uh, Houston for a little bit too. Like that doesn't seem too bad. And like, he's not terrible, uh, in regards to like what, um, what's it called? He's not a terrible player. It's not like he was just like passing the ball to like a big star and living off of that. But like, you guys remember, like, the there was discussion, like, back in 2012. was like, what's the better backcourt? Is it Darren Williams and Joe Johnson or Kobe and Steve Nash? Which is so funny looking back at it now. But, yeah, I'm going to go with... Do uh, you guys Joe have yours? Johnson. I have mine. That seems like
2: a pretty fun life. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go with uh, Clay Thompson, actually. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, one. That was one of my all, like, game. his dad's already been in the NBA, <laughs> so, like, the pressure actually, like, I guess, for, I guess he's not really playing for money. But I mean he's made like a good amount of his career but um, he's not really playing for money. He seems like he's having the time of his life. He lives in he lives in San Francisco. Um and he just and he mm-hmm. does his thing. He doesn't do too much. He's not like he doesn't have to be the star every night. Um he has Steph next to him and had like K D for the last few years, so he can just if he has like a fire for twenty five night, no one cares. No one even looks his way. Like, oh yeah, he'll be fine, you know what I mean, or and there's like no pressure. He's already won his. Well, I guess the pressure was when he was winning the rings, but he just looks like he's having a great time, like living out there. And um, when he's done, he can, like, go into media or just chill, or do whatever he wants. So, yeah, it'd probably be Clay Thompson. That's a really good one.
3: It is. And, like, yes, uh, yeah. I, do you remember that screenshot yeah. of like and That was like an NBA Finals game bench, or something? Like after yeah, like, five yeah.
2: And, like, he's just like, ah, this happens. So. Yeah, it was in the finals.
3: Yeah. Ali, should I go, dude? I I'm trying to oh, scramble
0: trying. now because I think he took mine.
1: I'm I'm good. I'm gonna low key cheat because I was also thinking about Clay. Um, but this is this is kind of a cheat, and I'm gonna describe why I chose it and see if anybody can guess. So, I'm choosing this guy because, um, one, I like living in different places. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy the experience of of experiencing somewhere new, and he's done that several times. Um, but he's also like, he's been able to like be the man. Cause I appreciate that idea of like being the man, but he also did it in a place where there was like, not really that much pressure to be the man. Like you're the man and like, we're a good team, but like no one's really expecting you to do anything, which is like my perfect situation. Like, you mean I get to take all the shots and they're a low expectations. <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, but he's also been an integral part of a championship team. Um, and, His probably most his like crowning achievement of his career uh, is something where like he gets credit for doing this thing that like in reality he really (laughs) didn't do and kind of doesn't make that much sense. (laughs) So basically, his crowning achievement is like one of the greatest things you can do, and he kind of got credit for doing something that he didn't really do, and it doesn't matter because nobody cares because he's (laughs) a champion who's had a great career. Um, Any guesses?
3: uh let's see lived um lived in multiple places got to um just kind of be the man one a few rings uh, <laughs> how can you say how many rings
1: no can't
3: okay uh, is it like uh is this dude played in the what era did he play in oh wow
1: current era, current era. is he still playing yes hmm.
0: okay can i can i take a shot yes is he still the man of the no team no my hints
1: <laughs> no no he hasn't been the man in a very long time <laughs>
2: Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna let them guess first <laughs> Raj do you have a guess
1: <laughs> Okay cause you said no more hints I thought you were trying
0: to be like nah 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 I got this I need like 30 seconds
1: I'm trying to think of a good hint I can give
3: Was this Was
1: it Richard Jefferson? No it was not Richard Jefferson <laughs> although that's a really good Like you said that's a really good guess you said he's still He Clinton, could right? very easily have had A Richard Jefferson type of career But he got really lucky
3: He's still playing, right? Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. Richard Jefferson is not still playing. Yeah. I was just like, who, because that dude was good for a long time.
1: Really, like, really yeah. good for a yeah. long time. Um, was so, he, was one of the all-star? reasons I also, was he an uh, all star? I don't, yes, actually, once.
0: Oh, I was going to say, say Kyrie,
2: Green. but I guess
1: Wait, that's. Mo Williams? No. <laughs> no, that's too high profile for me.
3: Yeah. See, like, dude, imagine, like, not being able to just go out and, like, grab something from target or something like that and yeah. like someone's yeah. hounding you for an autograph. This is killing I
1: don't me. know if this dude would I, I I don't think anyone would hound him for an autograph and tar- like I like maybe where he lives. No, no, not anymore actually. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm getting too detailed. He's in the um, NBA right now, right? Yes. Yeah, I, one more, one more. One more hint. Another reason I chose this is because he has set himself up for post career in a in a, not only in an industry that I appreciate. Not appreciate like morally but like i would like to get into this industry and like but he's set like he, he can retire and like the money that he has made w- is going to <laughs> multiply can JJ you ready no another good example though
0: he's an all-star and he's one won are you, are you ready are, are y'all fan. giving up no dude i can't i like when someone does this i can't like allow myself to hear it
1: i, I thought the crowning achievement detail would be the giveaway that's my last hint
0: what's it what say it again
1: I said that his crown he has one of the pinnacles of the profession. He has a crowning achievement that not that many people have, but he got it for doing something that like I don't really think he did. Oh, I, I will I, say I, this. He it, did not deserve a, it. That's what no, I'm saying. It's, it's he did Andre not deserve it. Huh?
3: Steph Steph Curry.
1: There you go. Oh. There you go. He was the man in Philly, but, like, no one expected them to win. And then he he gets an all-star randomly in his one year. He's lived in four cities, Miami, Philly, San Francisco, and Denver, which, like, I don't know, Denver's not that cool, but he's legal. So, anyway, like, he lived in these cool cities. He got to be the man, score a bunch of points, like, but then he lucks out and gets three rings for basically just, like, not shooting when he's not supposed to, which I will do any day of the week. And then he gets a finals MVP for quote-unquote shutting down LeBron to the tune of like a damn near 30-point triple-double. Like, what a great life. What a great life. That's a only, great career. Only
3: but, thing that like stands out is he should have won the dunk contest when Nate Robinson did. <laughs> I'm still mad about that.
1: That's hilarious. And and losing that dunk contest to Nate that's
2: Robinson one, would actually. haunt me, yeah. Uh, yeah. personally. Yeah.
0: That is a really good That's one. A really
2: good one. And, and he's like a tech investor. <laughs> he's like he's he he thinks a venture he is. capitalist. Like, he's like the... <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine,
3: like, Spencer Dinwiddie's, like, playing Animal Crossing. He's like, wait, how do you farm Bitcoin on this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, like, man. You got wolf. your Iggy's and you got your Dinwiddie's. Yeah. To pick your fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Man.
0: I can't, I can't get out of clay. I mean, like, okay, so my answer is clay, but if it's someone else besides clay, I think I'm going. And the reason why I'm struggling with picking mm-hmm. these two is because I would have wanted to be an all star, but I don't think I'd want to be like the man of a team and having all that on me. Uh, but I, I think my two answers are Danny Green and Robert Ori. Like, it's a mix of those two where you traveled. You were a big mm-hmm. part of a winning championship. You're not in the main part. You're a big part though. And like, you just, you don't have all that right. pressure on you, but you have to perform every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've, yeah. Yeah, and you've won multiple championships, and you've yeah. made a good amount of money. It's just a mix of that. But for sure, my answer is clay at first. Wait,
3: Did I, did I tell you guys that uh, – like I'm not going to say where I go to, mm-hmm. but um, Robert Ori used to go to the gym that I used to go to. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I remember I was like, wow, that dude looks like a bigger – <laughs> oh, my God, that's Robert Ori. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting hoops people. And like, I didn't want to be the dude. Like, hey, man, like, you know, like, you're a big part of like why uh, I'm a basketball fan. Just like, the dude's working out. Like, I'm not gonna bug him, but I was just like, tight. Never gonna see him again. <laughs> but I'm gonna cherish this moment. Like, like, are there? Do you guys have any other like uh, like players in mind? Because I thought like having Eric Snow or career, having Eric Snow's career wouldn't be too bad. Like, does he ever won anything? Like, you go from passing he, he was just like essentially playing with Allen Iverson then you get to play with LeBron that seems pretty cool
1: that's yeah I feel like the criteria for me started with I want to be able to say if I'm going to be an NBA player I want to be able to say I want a championship like yeah, I, I gotta yeah sure. so so then it became which players won a championship but did as little as possible <laughs> Or in Iggy's case, won a championship and, and somehow get credit for something you didn't do. Like that's a, that that's me to a T. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like being an All Star is cool, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't I don't think I could have chosen a Laker. That's just too much. It was yeah. just too much. I
3: was thinking like Udonis, Udonis Haslam would have been pretty cool. I
1: I considered him actually.
3: Yeah, and like Richard Lewis, I, I had uh, just because it was like, oh, you know, he was like, he was kind of the man in um, Seattle for a while, uh, yeah. along with like Ray Allen. Yeah, and I was thinking Ray Allen's a good answer. Um, Orlando, and then like he finally wins one with Miami, which I completely like forgot until I was like looking players up. and I was like, dude, Richard Lewis, like Seattle, Orlando, okay, that place kind of sucks, but <laughs> Washington and Miami, That those, those are the places that don't seem too bad.
1: I feel like I feel like one of my other answers could have been Nick Collison, because uh, it's like you played for two teams, but it's basically the same franchise. You never averaged over ten points a game, and you get your jersey retired. All right, like <laughs> I am a legend in my city, and I didn't have to do much. Fantastic.
0: Could you imagine someone like uh, someone when like Nick Collison is like older, and a kid like who's like ten or twelve is like, oh, a Nick Collison jersey. Let me look up his stats. I mean, like, oh. What? What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, word! I mean, that's how like uh, I feel. Yeah. Some people will probably feel about like Derek Fisher, you know.
1: Mm, true.
0: I mean, Fisher's jersey. Okay, can in I up. ask?
3: Was that Fisher's jersey isn't up? Oh yeah, but I'm just saying like I was like because like it, when I'm older I'm gonna be like
1: oh you know like yeah. this was like oh this guy yeah guy yeah was yeah. Really good five time kind of Laker like,
0: champ yeah 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 no I get what you're saying
1: yeah that was a good one that was a good potpourri
3: thank you I uh. I just kept thinking, because it was just like, I would not want to be MJ, would not want to be LeBron, would not want to be Kobe. Shaq sounds kind of cool, but then people are just... Actually, Shaq would have been a pretty good one, too. Sha- Shaq
0: and... Uh, Shaq would have been a really fun one, yeah. for sure. But that's you're, yeah. you're going to have a lot of attention with that.
1: But he, he kind of thrived in it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that bothers me that I couldn't be Shaq's career is there's no way I could be arguably the greatest sinner ever and have people telling me that i underachieved like i would just get so angry all you have to say is google me (laughs) google me word
3: it's kind of wild to think that he could have been like one of the best of all time if he like kind of thought about working a little bit harder
2: (laughs) i was kind of thinking of like devin as well like someone who just already got paid there's no pressure i have summers off like i can just i can go to like coachella and and stuff like that, like when I see him at Coachella or the other raves and stuff like that. I'm like, man, he just can do whatever he wants. There's no pressure to win. I mean, they're they won 30 games and people are happy. Like, there's just no, uh, there's no actual pressure there. <laughs>
3: this is Christmas life before LeBron
1: joined. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get that extension, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great place to end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been great. We will catch you guys next time. As always, peace. thanks for listening. I uh, know.
2: What was that? I
3: thought you said this has been... Yeah, this, it changed. The final The final thing
0: ended, so I was confused.
1: Yeah, I wasn't actually <laughs> ending yet. I was just kind of like setting up the end. I was waiting for some banter, somebody to hop in with, with a quip yeah, or something. I was,
0: like, I was like, what is going on? Is this where I say peace? Did I not hear this correctly? <laughs>
1: It, it did sound a little too final. I will, I will take, okay, right, I'll final take the blame is for tone, that. It's your tone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it just... yeah. Yeah. This
3: is the series finale.
1: <laughs> we'll catch you guys after the Bubble City. Oh, man. All right. Well, Peace. never mind. As always, this has been The Forum. Peace. Oh, God. <laughs> Peace. Should have just ended the first time. <laughs>